Hey, there we go. Um, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Paperless Podcast. Hope everyone is having a great day, or night, or evening. I really do not know. Uh, depends on what time are you listening to this. But uh, with me is Adrian. Uh, Hurtis couldn't make it because his head ass had to build a desk like one hour after the podcast or before. I'm not sure. But yeah, he's building a desk. So As we speak. Well, As we speak, me. yeah. Hopefully he will join whenever he can. Um, But he it's not just us, Pablo. It's not just you and me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will introduce our guest in a few. He's wanted to talk about Curtis Dogs in his world. Yeah, I will uh, even a, leave a link. 101 Dalmatians. I will leave a link to the image in the description if anyone wants to see it because it's that funny. Um, so today we have the legend itself, the godfather of cardistry one of the godfathers in my in my eyes like there is a dan dave possibly brian tudor depending on who you are and kevin hope what's up kevin what's up how are you bro how are you doing did you say how are you (laughs) (laughs) okay no do not cancel me i say how are you I'm I'm okay. doing pretty well, yeah. So um, the uh, the CDC just announced that it's no longer mandatory to wear masks if you are fully vaccinated, and I am. So I'm still going to wear masks, um, you know, to establishments like restaurants or grocery stores, just to be safe. But like, it's nice to know that we're heading towards some more normalcy after this whole thing. Yeah, only took us a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you are at least getting vaccinated. Like me, I'm getting vaccinated until like 2022 or something. What? Be- yeah, like in Mexico, we are getting vaccinated. Like young people like me, of course, I'm a Johnson. I'm a Johnson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we are getting vaccinated in 2022 because right now they are doing elders and people between 40 and 50 years. So my mom is getting vaccinated. My stepdad is getting vaccinated. Uh, most of my family is getting vaccinated, except me and my brothers. So we still have to wear a mask. Damn. I also, uh, I think, th- I think that a, in Mexico, in Mexico, we are getting uh, Pfizer, I think. Yeah, because it's just one shot. Oh, really? I thought it was two. I know that Johnson and Johnson was one shot. Oh, okay. Then we are getting Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. And I also know that Johnson and Johnson been recalled like three times. Uh, oh my god! Because people were having issues like their blood clotting or something, and it was affecting. Oh women, I think. I, yeah, but don't worry about that, Paul. You'll be. I do not <laughs> want my grandma to die, so please, grandma, do not die because he got she got vaccinated like a few months ago, I think. So, yeah, please, Granny, do not die. I love you. Uh, please do not get blood clots. 
But before this gets sadder than the Yang <laughs> moment on the last episode, oh we're, we're going to keep going. Uh, okay. And uh, yeah, shout out uh, Grandma Frey. You know, creating a real one. That's a Pablo's yeah. abuelita. Yeah, um, my abuelitas all over the world. Yeah, of course. Uh, so how is how does it feel to get like vaccinated? Because personally, I haven't. Like you know, twenty twenty two Mexico is slow as fuck. Our president is a stupid. So I feel like, that getting vaccinated gave me the same feeling when I uh, turned twenty one. Like it's supposed to be this big momentous moment, but like the only thing that changes is like what how you're described on a piece of paper. Very true. Yes, that's fair. Like yeah, I have, uh, I have seen news about people like saying, uh, "Why do we have to get, wear masks if people are getting vaccinated?" It's like, are you that fucking dumb? Like for real, are you that dumb that you are saying like? You should not wear a mask just because people got vaccinated. Like, you know that you can still get the virus. So it's like, I hate people like that, bro. I don't know why, why they refuse to wear a mask. Like, even my family, like, my mom is getting vaccinated, like, next week. And she refuses to wear a mask. I literally have, have to force her to use one. So annoying, like. Just wear the see, like inconvenience or something? Does she not like wearing them? Is that why? Or yeah, is she like kind no, of, uh, political. She she just doesn't like it. Like she's like, eh, why? Because we 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 got COVID like two times already. Yeah, I got COVID last year, like uh, yeah. beginning of the pandemic, and it um, it sucked. Like, I luckily didn't have any respiratory issues, but I was bedridden for about weeks. Yeah, like, nobody in the house, like, got that many symptoms. Like, well, myself, I didn't got any symptoms at all. Like, I remember I just threw up a lot. When I say a lot, I say exorcist type bit. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) yeah, like that. Uh, most of my family threw up, they had diarrhea, a fever, so I had to take care of them for a while. It was, it was alright, uh, because I was the only one, like, healthy, quotes unquote. Uh, but yeah, like, that, I think that that's why she refuses, because she's like, okay, I already survived COVID twice and stuff like that. It's like, okay, but you have to be responsible for other people. Like, yeah, you survive, but you do not know if, like, the neighbor or the guy in Walmart or the guy in the restaurant might not survive or something like that. Because uh, my step-grandma and my step-grandpa died of COVID. That was harsh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Your mom built different though. That's crazy. <laughs> of course, bro. She's Mexican. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, man. You already know how we did it. But, damn. Yeah, yeah, I'm half vaccinated. I got my first shot. Shout out uh, Moderna. Um, my arm swelled up and it hurt for a solid week. But 
I'm chilling, you know. Um, my third leg has been growing just fine. Besides that, yeah. Um, besides making me more handsome, no, you know, no other side effects. Is that even possible, Adrian, that you can become more handsome than you already are? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Pablo, You're just perfect. don't link. Thank you. Stop it. No, you. <laughs> yeah, Pablo, please don't link a picture of me in the comments. I will link a picture, <laughs> of Adrian gonna picture, a picture, picture of Adrian's third leg. And it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Independent fact checkers say the source is fake. They shot the vaccine straight into his dick. Oh, it's rolled up. It's he became up. a tripod out of nowhere. <laughs> like those things. Never said the, the COVID vaccine. Is that um, the human yeah, centipede? Is the human tripod? <laughs> what the? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Off the rails today. We are off the rails. Oh, no filter. No filter. No filter. Uh, this was supposed to be the magic episode so far. The only magic we're talking about is the magic pill. Um, <laughs> oh, it's sponsored by Bluetooth. Use code uh, Adrian Sterling for a 20% discount code. I, I got yeah. so many Bluetooth ads like on my Instagram at one point, And I'm like, what oh, have I been saying that the NSA has been picking up to make them think that I need? I mean, too stuff. much porn. Something like looking at too much porn or... You are either looking at porn or escorts, so <laughs> no. Yes, well, I, guess that I guess that explains a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, I told you not to hit me up on the website. Just hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> but yeah, uh, crazy, crazy. Adding into the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, like Loki talking about uh, escorts. I I checked out this website. I I'm supposed talking about my mom again. Oh, this yeah, yeah. Guy, oh my god. So, yeah, like, there's this website that you can actually book porn stars. I thought it was a lie, but in LA, there are so many, bro. In LA and New York, there are like 90% of the escorts there are porn stars. So it's, it's actually surprising Damn. to me, at least, like, how many uh, adult actresses you can bang. For a few hundred bucks. And did you check out the female site as well? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, like you want to bang Johnny Sims? <laughs> Johnny Sims uh, is on Cameo, actually. I think. Yeah. Do a custom uh, birthday video for you if you want. I would actually like. I want to get one for my brother. Yeah, it, it will be funny for me at least. I don't know. As long yeah. as I'm laughing, it's fine. <laughs> That'll hold up. Of course. Yeah, I mean, yeah, speaking of, I just got the idea. Like, what if for a trick, you could force a celebrity and then force a card or something, and then you, 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 you bought the cameo and you can do that. So, uh, <laughs> fuck you, Greg. We are back. Uh, the podcast got cut because the fucking bot we used, it failed. So, fuck you, Greg. 
uh, we were talking about Sasha Gray, I think. I th to be honest, I think that they bought Queen's away. So it makes sense. Oh, okay. So what were you saying, Kelly, about like meeting Sasha Gray, I think? So, yeah, like, I had the uh, wonderful opportunity to meet the Lady Sasha Gray. Signing in LA sometime in 2000. She was so nice. Like, she's a real people person. Uh, yeah. Anyendo intended. Um, yeah, very much I, so. got, I, got, I got to show her a card trick too. She wow. liked it. Was this trick uh, called um, Colossal Killer by Kenton Nepper? And it's one where you have a person name a card and then you pull that card out of your wallet. Great trick. Very like, cool. If it, if it was me, I would have done like. A trick to get her number. French I don't kiss. know, something like that. Or yeah, French kiss. Oh my god. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I probably would have gotten French AIDS if I did it, but. <laughs> this guy, oh my um, god. Going, going, so, gonorrhea. We cannot get canceled, Adrian. Wait until yet, like three episodes in, at least. Good. All right. So. How are you going to cancel a podcast no one listens to? Damn! Roasted! Son. Okay. <laughs> I, right. I just canceled myself. Damn. Okay. Alright. He, he, he pulled out the MGK like, I had to give you a career to destroy it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> okay, so, uh, talking about, like, stuff and inspiration, uh, I, I actually wanted to talk about aerodynamics. Like, what was the inspiration for creating aerodynamics and momentum itself? Triangle and a rectangle. He's <laughs> <laughs> like shapes, just shapes, you know? Yeah. Watching, I was watching Sesame Street. And... No, um... <laughs> aerodynamics came out of a conversation that I had with Chris Severson, where um, I just told him, what if a deck of cards told you what to do? And so we both went in different paths. He took that idea and uh, created technique playing cards, which you guys will know is that deck that has like, uh, you know, colored lines along the border. And you're supposed to be like, okay, I'll only contact the yellow uh, sides with my fingers, or I'll only use purple, or I'll only use red. And you can do that as a challenge for yourself or use that to create new moves because of the way that it forces your hands into new and unexpected positions on the deck. And the way, the direction that I went with that concept was uh, a deck of cards that had arrows pointing in every kinds of directions, make it so that not only would it give you hints of where you could move, but you could also design moves with the cards so that they would better with the arrows on them. Um, so initially I just took a blank card and I drew an arrow on the back of it, and that was, um, what I experimented with a little bit, and because I only had a few cards, one of the things that I was doing with it was isolations. And the breakthrough for me came about when I added another arrow on the face of the card, facing horizontally instead of vertically. And I discovered that when you were doing certain kinds of isolations, when you turned the card over, it would create a new direction to create flowing sequences and uh, intuitive actions. Um, I made a demo video with a couple of MPC printouts uh, that I showed at the Berlin Con, and Verts and I uh, packaged them in like little envelopes of four cards that you could uh, add to your deck instead of the ad cards. 
so you could incorporate those into your moves. Um, and that was kind of it for a while. Like, to be honest, uh, I didn't really follow up on the idea after the con because I was busy dating Caroline Raven. So I got kind of distracted. Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> what? You, you dated Caroline Raven. Yeah. That's news to me. To be honest, really? that's news to me. Yeah, I did. Let's talk that. about it. I, I knew, I knew she, she was, she was or used to date uh, Shin Lim and then, at yeah. a point. Because I, I remember this. Like I know this is not just Damn, something. Son, getting faster not... more than a decade of jam, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's not oh nice. No, I just kidding. Uh, I knew, I know, I did not just came up with this in my mind or something like that. I, I remember I saw a photo that she posted of she and Shin Lim in, in, in the bed, like waking Yikes. up. I remember, like, yeah, like waking up, not having sex, like waking up. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew that she was dating Shin Lim because I think there was a video um, that, I don't think Berger shot it, but I think there was a Swedish person Yo. who made a video of uh, Shin Lim's time visiting the Magic Land magic shop in Sweden and she was there. I, I don't remember what exactly led me to connect the dots, but I knew that she had been dating him. And when Caroline and I first met, I asked her like, how's Shin doing? And she was like, oh, he's okay, but we're not dating anymore. Um, so yeah, like uh, after the Berlin con, we started going out. And, um, so she basically a cloud chaser, a cloud goblin. She, oh she, she, she saw the opportunity, Kevin, there. She was like, nah, I can get more cloud from Shin. Yeah, these guys are good with their hands, so I gotta hop on that. <laughs> my god. I, I have been told. <laughs> okay, oh but to be honest, this is actually news for me. I, I didn't knew you dated Caroline Brave. Like, how, how did that happen? Um, we, we just started like, um, talking uh, a lot during the convention and, uh, there was an after party, we both attended some drinks, um, yeah, just, just bonded really well. And, um, she had some extra days in Berlin afterward and so did I. So we started going out and uh, I visited Denmark and Sweden with her and we traveled quite a bit. And then when I had to go back to Singapore to uh, you know continue, she visited me at one point, and I visited her in Sweden again uh, while she was auditioning for Sweden's Got Talent. Stay with her in the place for me. It was, it was a fun time. Next thing you know, that's the story of how Baby Ho came to be. Well, actually, uh, she's pregnant right now, not mine, but uh, she has twins on sure. the way. I mean, you nice. sure? I don't know if I see some Asian eyes or some Asian hair in that baby. It's a little bit sus. <laughs> it's sus. Sus. No, All it's right. it's been it's been five years, so I can safely say that it's longer than just takes you. Okay. All I right. trust you. <laughs> I'm gonna trust you. <laughs> Who knows? Uh. Yeah, please, on the podcast title, one of the things is going to be Kevin's full-out game. <laughs> I'm going five years well, strong. That's, that's where the arrow card was pointing, so I had to do it. Arrow dynamics. 
Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Aerodynamics. I yeah. don't know. I'm running out. <laughs> yeah, you oh, just... Uh, talk, talking about, like, dicks, <laughs> I remember you made a deck of a Danis. Yes. <laughs> that no. deck is legendary. Yeah, fuck aerodynamics. This is the real shit. And the yeah. anus deck. Yeah. Yeah, you I was talking to all... I was talking to Oliver Sogard on Facebook Messenger, and out of nowhere, I was like, yo, I just had an idea. What about, like, a tally-ho deck, but instead of a tally-ho circle, it's just, like, oh a giant oh asshole. I don't remember what he responded with. A gaping asshole. But as soon as I got back, I was like, I, I gotta do this. And, you know, props to MPC for, like, you know, not giving a fuck. Yeah, printing, yeah. Yeah, because can you imagine the uncut sheet of that? They're just staring at it. <laughs> In the factory, and they're like, "What have we done?" <laughs> oh my this? god! Like I remember talking to you about this at some point, and I gave you a sick idea about the nas about deck. Like make each ass a different porn star ass, like the Pornhub deck, but instead of the face on the body, is the asshole. Yeah, and I. Uh, but- uh, I remember when I visited Mexico, where I met you, Pablo, um, yeah. one of the things that I picked up on the side of the road was one of those, I think, memorandum decks. I don't think they were called that. It was like one of those memory matching things, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's like pairs of cards that you can like turn over and they would match like a memory game. Mine was like Dora the Explorer theme. But if you had it with the porn stars assholes, you could like see if you could, oh, this is, you know, oh, so-and-so's geez. anus and it matches with this one or what. Uh, and like this wow. one's got a prolapse on it, so it's probably Ava Divine or whatever. <laughs> this one's shaven, this one's wax, this one's brown, this one's black. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think the animation in my Discord glitched, so okay, it's back, it's back. I wasn't sure everyone could hear me. I was tapping no. my microphone, like no. Can they hear me? Or another okay. idea is that when you riffle through the backs, the, the hole like opens and closes. Oh yeah, it, it games. Yeah, it starts normal and there it starts gaping and that's, like a ball comes out in the ass or that's something. That's Bloom 3. That's Bloom 3. <laughs> <laughs> or um, um, the Prolapse Gap. <laughs> <laughs> the prolapse. Oh my god. Like. <laughs> like. I remember talking to you about a lot of concepts about decks. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Like, I know you have a few ideas about decks like that. Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, yeah, like, I remember you wanted to do, like, a line of, like, this deck is a, a, a tit or something like that. Shafts. I remember talking about shafts with... Uh, your... Oh, yeah, shafts. Like yeah. every every card would be like a the mid segment of a dick, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the yeah. uh, jokers would be a tip and the balls instead yeah. of like two jokers. So you can do yo and just have like a giant penis appearing in midair <laughs> in front of you. Yeah, like props to yours because he he was actually down to print those. Yeah, because um, well, you guys know the reason that um the first face Oka deck that anyone printed uh, they couldn't do it through USPC. They had to use a different printer because of USPC's strong guideline against having uh, nudity or pornographic images on their cards. Yeah, so I think it. they use uh, MPC. I'm yeah. pretty sure they used MPC. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought, I, I thought it might have been like one of those Taiwan printers. 
No, because I remember, like, I don't know if it was Adrian or someone else in, like, our group chat that... They sent a close-up uh, picture of yeah, NPCs, the one. Yeah. And then they sent a close-up picture of the back design for Face Oka. And the finishes was the same. Look, look really identical. But then if you look at the, um, the product page for Face Oka's, um, it said made in USA slash Taiwan. And uh, I mean, I don't, I'm not that familiar I mean, with but Taiwan. NPC is Taiwan, I think. Like, yeah. I'm pretty oh, sure it's not, in, it's not in the USA. Yeah, then that, I guess that's Because when I printed uh, the misprint protos, uh, it came from, I think, Asia. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. it was somewhere in Asia. Yeah, I thought the NPC was Hong Kong based because they uh, attended the Hong Kong Con and did this presentation, and they were also uh, brought. They brought along the beta ones uh, yeah. with them so that people try. Um, they probably just walked there. <laughs> Everywhere's walking <laughs> distance if you have the time. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. That's Forrest Gump. Shout yeah. out Forrest Gump. Shout out Forrest Gump. Although 1994, Forrest Gump won Best Picture, but that's the same year that both, I believe, Shawshank Redemption and Pulp Fiction came out. So I love Forrest Gump, but I think Pulp Fiction should have won. I like Forrest Gump more because, yeah, uh, yeah the, the movie itself is really like family friendly. Like it's something I can watch with my family. Um, Pulp Fiction is something I want to watch by myself just to focus on what's happening. Mm -hmm. So I can relate to that. I think in recent years, I've transitioned from being a former film snob in film school and have seen movies as more of uh, a social activity. Like I tend not to really watch. I think the last time I watched a movie by myself was when I watched Soul on Disney Plus. Oh. For the most part, like I've been watching movies with like family members or with, like friends, and it's nice to just have company. Like I haven't watched a movie since Godzilla and King Kong and versus King Kong or something like that. Versus Kong. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen a movie since that. Like I have been, I think I became a otaku because I've been watching hella anime. Like. Bro, I'm, I'm about to buy a waifu pillow. <laughs> waifu something. pillow? Yo, yeah. Pablo, you should check out the YouTube series uh, Anime Crimes Division. <laughs> it's by Rocket <laughs> Jump. It it's by Rocket Jump, and it stars uh, Pro ZD. He's like the chubby Asian guy with glasses that you've probably seen in like a lot of. Oh, series. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like the first episode is about subs versus dubs, and there's an episode about like, you know, people. Um, that is like a black market for Yu-Gi-Oh cards. There's another one about like a Gundam figurines. So like, I think if you're in the anime sphere, you'd really appreciate it. I've been watching it recently and it's, it's great. I hate when people watch anime in like dub because it takes out the spirit, the experience of it. Like um, I, yeah. I use this service. <clears throat> I might just say, why join the Navy when you can be a pirate? So. Yeah, I use this service to watch anime, and the first option that comes is a dub. I'm like, no, I'm not watching that. I just play sub. I I would rather read than hear uh, the voice that is not the real voice. I I think I'm in the middle about it. Like, if it came to um, if it came down to it, I prefer stuff to be uh, subtitled 
and especially because you know there's like movies like old boy and i guess for people who are too lazy to read they probably are what led to the spike lee's um remake with josh brolin that sucked um old, old boy is such a gem like the old boy is amazing that's like my third favorite yeah. movie yeah i i watched watch it recently not not the new old boy with yeah no I, don't I, I, yeah <laughs> that one no uh, the old one i didn't finish it because it became kind of gruesome oh point. yeah yeah it's yeah it's when, when he was when he was uh almost molesting his daughter mm-hmm. that was yeah i had to turn it off yeah, that's uh, not a movie like Forrest Gump where you can watch it with your family for more <laughs> yeah, reasons than exactly, one. Exactly, exactly. With your step family, though. I what mean, are you doing, step bro? <laughs> People always say, "What are you doing, step bro?" But no one asks, "How are you doing?" How are you doing, bro? step bro? Wow. <laughs> that <laughs> reminds me of the Mario Judah meme. Like everybody asks. Ask like where the fuck, where the is, fuck Mario? is Mario Judah? Nobody asks how is Mario Judah. <laughs> yeah. Deep. So um, yeah, changing subjects. Uh, I I know you are one of the godfathers of cardistry. So how I wanted to ask how was the cardistry community in the past, like way before the boom of the community. Um. So I'm going to be unfiltered in this response, and I hope no one takes this the wrong way, but um, cardistry felt like being magic gay, if that makes any sense. And <laughs> I mean, like, um, because a lot of people who got into cardistry were also doing magic, and because there's a big stigma against flourishing in the magic community, they're like, oh, it's a waste of time, it's magical masturbation, like, what point Playing does it have? Cards. This isn't like amazing or astonishing. Magic, just a waste of time. It felt like you were kind of uh, a closeted, you know, for sure. You can really be like public. Yeah, that totally but, makes you know, sense. Now, over time, you have like side parade, uh, artistry. Content. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. I think that your audio is cutting off. Oh, me? At some point, yeah. Like, oh, shit. It's just gonna um, come in in chops and chunks, and then it's just gonna be me saying, "Yeah, gay. they're going to be like, yeah. okay, so Cardistry is gay." Closeted, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Brian uh, Tudor, yeah, it makes sense. Look at the Okay. But yeah, um, there were only so many other people who also appreciated card flourishing at the time, and it was far and few between, and most of them were hybrid magicians as well. So it felt like something that was only appreciated by a very, very small audience, because there wasn't a layperson audience for it at the time. We didn't have YouTube. Um, Stuff hadn't gone viral on Reddit yet. There wasn't Instagram. So we were really performing for each other and ourselves. And... um, I guess that the people who stuck with it are just the people who found cardistry to be addictive. That you would do it regardless of people's appraisal, attention, or approval. It makes sense because, like, it's sad thing. But once you get into cardistry, you're always doing something with your hands. As long as you have cards, you are just moving the cards. 
trying to come up with new displays or ideas or moves, openers, whatever. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. Even, even if I haven't been creating stuff in a while, because that's a very involved process, I'm practicing all the time. And I've been in my fair share of relationships where, you know, I'll be watching a movie with my girlfriend, and one arm will be around her, and the other hand will be just doing one thing that cuts. A lot of people can relate to them. Um, I don't know. I can't. I, can't. I do not <laughs> I have like, a girlfriend. Like a lot of people doesn't include me. Sad, yeah, a lot of people in the cardistry <laughs> community can't. But good flex. Face with no GF. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. But anyways, uh, <laughs> moving on. That's what, a what, traumatic what, theme for Adrian. What are we talking about? Yeah. Buttholes. Not, not so long ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I have one more thought to add to I that. So the, the creation. Okay, oh, that's more relatable. Yeah. So um, when I was uh, doing research for the uh, a good photo to use for the asshole deck, I discovered that if you typed in if you typed in asshole into Google Images, you just get pictures of like douchebags, you know, like people who are assholes. So in order to find like a suitable photo, you have to type in gaping asshole. And that's how I found the image that I ended up using for that deck. It, it kind of makes sense. That's fun. To me at least, mm. because like asshole, like if you say to someone in the streets, asshole is like, mm. like a, an insult. It's not like, yeah, asshole. They, they, they are like, yeah, we have one. Something <laughs> like that. So, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> he, he, turns over and, <laughs> he turns over and his ass starts to move in, like, are you talking to me? I, I say tripod, and then Adrian turns around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I wanted to talk about you being the reason why Jaspers is a cardist right now. I remember hearing somewhere that Jaspers used to be a magician. You oh, yeah. taught him cardistry. I introduced him to cardistry. So we have uh, a, a very entwined relationship because we used to go to school together. I was in his class and um, him showing me a card trick was how I got into magic. So I, I owe like my origins to Jasmus. And um, he is also the reason why I have the username that I do. Um, social networking sites. Visual Madness was Jaspers's uh, pull quote when describing one of Huron's tricks. And I like the phrase, so I ended up adopting it on like, pretty much everything. Even my email is Visual Madness. And um, about a year that I was into, car, uh, into magic, um, I met Boneho and he showed me like Sybil and the Anaconda and all that. And so I've been practicing Cap Casino's version of Sybil. And I showed it to Jaspis, and um, afterwards he started to get into it too. So I guess we kind of created each other. He's like one of my oldest friends. And like when I went from the local Singapore schools to the international school, we used to call each other every day. We had like a real romance going. We still do. A lot of mutual respect for each other. Yeah, I'm happy to see that he's doing well and. and an integral part of the community. He's like really consistent with his content, always entertaining, super nice guy, and uh, you know, skilled in his own way. So, yeah. But like Jasper's is cool, but to be honest, his 
later step is in it. The uh, school of artistry was it V five? Yeah, those are horrendous. Um, I think I caught a glimpse of them on like Leon's stream. But they're okay. Like it's very safe colors. It looks old. That's the thing. It looks outdated. Yeah. But like, okay, if he likes it, he likes it. Like freshman year deck got funded, so it's no surprise. Oh, speaking of decks that have gotten funded, that uh troll decks, you know, uh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It was the, like a riff on the checkerboards. It was like Chinese, yeah. Chinese chess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The anyone ripoff. It, well, it's not a ripoff because it's a parody. Yeah, it's a parody. Anywhere worldwide, I think. Yeah. That's funny. It gives me hope that maybe some of my like silly ideas might gain some kind of community. Bro, as long <laughs> as it has your name attached to it, it, it will get funded. Like, come on. I really want to do the wider backs, but bicycle won't let. For real? Yeah, I remember selling them for the first time I freaked out. What was that, Adrian? My first time I saw the wider backs, I freaked out. You remember I DM'd you on Instagram? Oh, 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 oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So some time ago, but yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good idea. I, I just want to see them hanging sideways in a Walmart somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I was, was so clever. <laughs> yeah, like um, I, I could kind of <laughs> Uh, you know, just do the face concept with a different back. But I think there's something about the familiarity of a bicycle rider back, sorry, rider, <laughs> a bicycle yeah. rider back that makes it so jarring. Because yeah. it looks wrong. It looks wrong. Um, I want to go back to something you said earlier, just a real quick question. Yeah. Uh, I thought Visual Madness came from the trailer that you did for your book with operations yeah oh no 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 uh, visual madness was you, you told me that jasper so it's a long time yeah it was going to turn crazy there was a long time where I, where i like didn't entertain calling him jasper because his real name is not jasper it's just Justin. i would like compromise every now and then by just calling him uh jay that's <laughs> like a <laughs> in-between thing but Damn. these days i don't mind i don't mind calling him jasper that's what he goes by the magic of jasper Oh, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> you guys know where Jasper's deck comes from, right? I do not. Like, no I I do not follow Jasper's that much. It's an anagram of uh, Jack Spade. So if you rearrange the letters oh, and you extract uh, the word deck from that, he took the leftover um, letters, and that's how <laughs> Jasper's That's from. actually smart. That's why his cards, like... When he makes Jasper's decks, yeah, the like Jack of Spades is always like different. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes Whoa. sense. Yep. Big, you heard it here first. Big revelations. Probably. Kevin dated yeah. Caroline, Jasper's deck. Yeah, that's that's going to win the title. Sasha like, Gray, Kevin's communist Nazi past. Oh my yeah. god, no. Do yes. not bring that yes. back. Do not bring that <laughs> back. That so, was in closed doors. Nobody knows about that conversation. Yeah. I have to clear it up now that I've said it. And I'll, I'll, be, brief. <laughs> yeah. I'll be brief. So um, the Nazis took the swastika from the Asian and Buddhist communities and perverted it by like, in the same way that, you know, an upside down cross is like the Antichrist version. Right? It's a subversion of that. 
so the Nazis uh, took the swastika and um, inverted it and we turned it like on a diagonal axis and that's we've come to associate that symbol but uh, its original meaning was you know uh, very tuned with like a peaceful kind of philosophy in Buddhism and so um, when I was young the, the school that I got into in Singapore the primary school that I went to was literally called Red Swastika Primary School and their emblem oh was a God. giant red swastika and we all wore those on our uniforms <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and i did not know I, yeah i did not understand the implications of that until much later in life it's like it's not even just the swastika he got the red yeah base kevin was the swastika white black or yellow it was it was it was red the swastika yeah, red swastika. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That's kind of drippy. But not, anyways, not that communist. Yeah, because um, McDonald's colors, that's communism. Wow, There was a, a recent yeah, video a talking about how uh, the reason why McDonald's ice cream machines are always broken. <laughs> yeah, why, why is that? Um, from what I remember of how it was described to me, because I didn't watch the video. Uh, my friends and I were just talking about it. Um, there's like the McDonald's has uh, struck a deal with a particular ice cream company that ice cream machine company that owns their proprietary equipment and it's more profitable for them to um, have the machines broken than it is to have them running and because it costs so much money but McDonald's just like never mind just put up with these um, broken ice cream machines but I've I've had the opportunity to get ice cream cones from there every now and then when I'm lucky and then Yeah, once and, a month it's it's a nice feeling when they don't say that the machine is broken. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that that's not only in the US. That happens here too. Like Oh wow. Yeah. Ice cream machine is broken worldwide. You <laughs> <laughs> New Deck, New Brand? Yeah. Yep. Um, there was this a uh, viral prank that went on a couple years ago called coning. Do you guys know about this? That you grabbed? Um, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Adrian knows about that. The, the, you, you get an ice cream from McDonald's, and this became yeah. a trend because they they put them on special. They made them like, what, 69 cents or something like that? Yeah. Or 59, rather. And so when the McDonald's employee goes to give you your ice cream cone, obviously he's holding it in front of you by the ice cream cone. What you do because you are so funny and clever and quirky. You grab the ice cream, buy the ice cream part, act as if nothing oh happened, God. and you're like, all right, thank you. Yeah. I guess the most and normal thing in the world, you just grab <laughs> the, the ice cream and you just start shoving it into your mouth. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I Wait, wish. How, how much I got is that kind it of money. And, and McDonald's ice cream in the US? Like I remember it being like a dollar something last time I was there, which to me is, Wait, what? Because uh, I remember in Singapore it was like 50 cents. And that's like Singapore yeah. 50 cents, which comes out to maybe like 30 cents here. In Mexico, it costs like 14 pesos. That's less than a dollar. Yeah. yeah like crazy that it costs $1 in the US. The fuck? I'm not paying 20 pesos for a fucking McDonald's ice cream. Yeah, especially not a McDonald's ice cream. Yeah, no. 
like McDonald's ice cream is there because you just happen to be in the vicinity after you've had a meal and you're feeling yeah. dessert. You're like, well, yeah. I guess I got ice cream. Don't feel you, like investing you... in a full McFlurry right now. So <laughs> yeah, that's the next best thing. You get an ice cream cone. Oh, you know what in the McDonald's menu is horrendous. Like I will never order that shit ever again. Like the pie. The pineapple pie. That shit is horrendous. I don't think we have those over here. We have the apple you don't? pie. Oh, we have pineapple and apple. We have both. I but have those a are... yeah. Oh, this guy. Oh my god. But yeah, those are hor- horrible. Like the worst pie I have ever gotten. Yeah, Not a cream pie, a form. normal pie. <laughs> they also come in the form of like a hot pocket, the apple pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they're like too hot and you like take the bite. And the outside is kind of cool, but the inside is just molten lava. Yeah. And you just have to yeah. suck through it. So when I got it, I just ate the outside like a weirdo because the inside tasted awful. That reminds me of that girl who almost broke up with her boyfriend because he's eating Kit Kats wrong. Instead of breaking them in half, he just takes a bite out of the middle and she got so served by That's it. That's a sin. That's a cardinal <laughs> sin. Uh. No, you do not eat Kit Kats that way. <laughs> Hell no. Actually, do you know that Kit Kats are, have more Kit Kat inside? Kit Kats are made out of Kit Kats. So you basically have layers and layers of Kit Kat inside Kit Kat inside Kit Kat. Oh, so there's like a, a inner layer that's then coated with more chocolate? Yeah. Huh. If you see it, if you break a Kit Kat in half, you can see that there are like, I think, two more Kit Kats inside. Right. Yeah. That's, that's just a useless fact, I know. Do you guys enjoy uh, Ferrero Rochers? You know what I'm talking about? Like the. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, like them. those are always fun because you have like the hazelnut outer layer. So that's done. You have like the cracker, a sphere inside. Yeah. Then there's like a nut inside. Do you oh. like Raffaello's? I don't know what they are. It's like the same brand of, of Ferrero's, but they are made out of coconut. Oh, they are nice. white. Yeah, it's like white Ferrero Rocher, but instead of chocolate, it's coconut. So tasty. Best not chocolate ever, <laughs> because I don't know if it's chocolate or not. They are really tasty and they are cheaper, like way, way cheaper than the normal chocolate. Yeah. Our silence. Uh, I have nothing yeah. to add. I think this is this about wraps up the treats. Section. <laughs> yeah, the treats section. So uh, moving on from this, I actually wanted to talk about uh, the future of aerodynamics not only because i'm afraid that i'm out of a job but because it's actually something interesting yeah i think that um as it goes on i want to explore what the visual representation of direction looks like so the the first three are based on just my own handiwork but um as we all know, that's not the only kind of arrow. And um, there are things that have directional um, look to them 
that aren't in that particular format. Um, and I also want to experiment with like different kinds of inks. And, you know, there was the Gilded Edition that came out with the V3s. Um, and there's also the potential to like do something that's more omnidirectional, which I guess is kind of counter to what the intent of them were in the beginning. But it might be interesting to, to experiment with that. Um, yeah. yeah, like I think uh, for course, right now, though, I, yeah. Of course, I know what you're talking about, I would <laughs> say, but yeah, something really cool. Uh, what were you about to say before I interrupt you? Oh yeah, I was I was going to say that um, currently though with Momentum, I do want to branch out into other designs besides just dynamics. Um, so I've got something in the works that um, is of a different theme that I'm pretty excited to drop later this year. And um, yeah, I'm also, you know, working some other concepts that are still in their very early stages. But will be cool once they're finalized. So, I still have a job. That's nice. Good mm. to know. <laughs> yeah. Good to know. Actually, it's annoying that I haven't got my V2s. Like, I got the V3s faster than the V2s. The V2s haven't arrived. You still haven't got your V2s. Yeah, it's crazy because I remember that you sent them before the V3s. Shit. And, and I already got the V3s. And, but not the B2s. So I, like, I, I might just have wait, to send what? them to you from here. Like, the you should have received them. I guess if you yeah, have, it's really I odd. don't mind sending them your way. Uh, it's super odd. Yeah, I because, was very happy with how the B3s turned in. Great. Yeah. Like, my personal favorite is the B2s. Because the look of it. I, well, I'm a, I'm a bitch for yellow orange and green so yeah those I think, three colors are i think like that what makes that what makes the v2s uh attractive is that it's not just that the colors can be yellow but it's that it's relatable because we've all seen road signs that have like you know that same color scheme of it just makes sense adapt that into it. that's that's really cool actually it's funny that i wanted to collect one of each uh, aerodynamics deck, like momentum line itself. Mm -hmm. But then you you came up with the gilded ones, and I I'm not getting a gilded one, and I'm not asking for one because I know they're hella limited, uh -huh. so I'm more expensive. But now I do not have the full collection because I do not have gilded. I will probably buy it in the future because like if you send me one, that's like money out of momentum's pocket and i do not want that right because i know those are hell expensive to do yeah awkward silence again dead air dead air dead air i don't know what adrian is doing probably talking with his abuelita right yeah he's muted um yeah. i want to take this moment to give a shout out to invincible have you seen it no. So it's on Amazon Prime Video, and it's based on the comic series Invincible. Um, it's fantastic. Like it is. I think it's rated like TVMA for like violence and language. And when you're watching the first episode, you're like, you know what? Tame. Then the after credit scene pops up, and you're like, oh shit. Uh oh. 
oh boy. It's about so a uh, this is about a teenager uh is a father that's a superhero from like a different planet. Teenager son starts to develop his own powers and gets in. There's a dark secret you get to see unfold in the series. Yeah, it's it's entertaining, it's engaging, it's full of awesome characters, and it's really fun and visual and involved. Adrian's getting yelled at. <laughs> he's like, no, Abuelita, I'm sorry. Like, yo, he's actually, he's actually, he actually wrote all the, I'm getting yelled at. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Odd, but okay. So, um, I wanted to talk about, like, do you have any plans for collapse in the future? Like, with brands like Fontaine, like, I would actually like to see uh, anyone aerodynamics or like a Fontaine aerodynamics. Yeah. I think that that I, will I, look real cool. I do have, uh, I actually have a collab in the works. It's not with one of the major brands that we, but it's with, so had his own uh, deck coming out. I think that your audio is cutting off really bad. We barely heard any of what you said. <laughs> Good luck in the editing room. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I am working on a collab currently. Uh, that's the next deck. It's not with any of the major brands, but I'm still very excited about it because it's with a friend I vibe with. He had a deck come out a few years ago. did pretty decently. So I'm interested to see how people receive this deck. I like it. And I also like that uh, I can use it for magic as well, because I've been getting back into magic lately. It's very fun. It's exciting. Like, for real. Um, do you do magic, Pablo? Uh, I used to. I, I think I, I... I don't know if I told you, but I used to be a magic consultant for GBC. I did not know that. What? <laughs> yeah, I way back in the day when I used to create magic for magicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I used to do magic consulting. I I still do it, but for like low key. Well, not anymore because all we blow up. But okay, like to with low key artists like Gibrisi and one of my homies Achebe Mafia. Yeah, and both of them are just blowing up right now. Like, well, Jibrisi kind of kind of died, to be honest. But like, he's not relevant anymore, not even as a meme. But yeah, my other homie is actually doing pretty good. I think he has like two million followers on TikTok, and like hundred and fifty thousand followers on Instagram, something like that. And I'm currently doing magic consulting for him, like him, helping him, helping him, help, fuck, (laughs) (laughs) helping him out with like tricks and stuff, trying to figure out ways to, to introduce new stuff to his magic act. Like, yeah, most of these, well, well, not now because of the pandemic but 
I used to go to his shows with him because he used to do a show in a local theater. And yeah, I had to come out with ideas on the spot. So it was like, yeah, I need something to introduce this and this. And it was like, I remember this old trick from this one book by Juan Tamariz that I read that so many years ago. So oh, which one was it? Five, five points or? No, no, no. The trick where you have six cards, then you throw out three, uh-huh. then you have six again. Oh, it's like a six card repeat kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And I had to make the gimmick with the stuff we had right there. So I ended up making it with like the deck he was going to use, then like tape that someone had for some reason. And we didn't have scissors, so I had to use like a knife or something like that. So that's pretty exciting because I tried to come up with ways to do magic with what I had. Right. Uh, Your yeah, exposure? For did I, did I just walk into exposure? Cancel? <laughs> no, no. Oh, right. And like, uh, with Jibrisi, it was basically like help him, helping, fuck, why cannot say that word? Helping him out. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> helping him out with like ideas for his tricks. Like, I, I remember way back in the day, like way, way back, like four or five years ago, we used to jam in Skype. Like, he had an idea, and I was like, yeah, you, I think you can fuse that with this and then do that. I, I if, Actually, if you go to Penguin Magic and type my name, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, actually. I'm pretty sure there is a trick with me and, Je- and Jim Rizzi. The gold. Yeah. The hip-hop illusionist. He doesn't even do magic anymore, so... Yeah, he Thank doesn't. Thank God. Do that, he was dookie at it anyways. Oh, he was like, who is her? There's like Houdini. Yeah, yeah. Is that you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like ah. that's that's a trick I came uh, up chap, with. Chap rap. chap rap. Yeah, chap rap. Chap rap with GPC. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the trick uh, I made uh, with him. Wow, I had no idea. Pretty you had nice all trick. This stuff on penguin. That's cool. Pretty nice trick. Uh, you also got some Cardini work on penguin. Yeah, I have a book. In Cortini. I actually was writing another one in Cortini before I got born out in Magic and I just quit it. But yeah, I I don't think I can do Cortini anymore. Like, as good as yeah. I used to. There's been a lot of stuff that I can't do anymore because of the difference in weather and humidity in the States. I've been used to Singapore weather all my life. But uh, my hands have become really dry recently, and I've had to use hand cream whenever I do video shoots or like Instagram lives. So I feel like I have lost my abilities in a way. Where there is some stuff that I cannot do anymore because of the way that my body reacts. Because I I develop uh, psoriasis in my body. Uh, Basically, my hands get super dry my entire skin gets super dry, like dry at the point that it looks like I got burned. 
like actual burn, like someone holds fire and started burning my skin. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to use hella cream, but even even at that point it looks bad. Uh so yeah, I have I cannot get in like super hot weather because my skin starts going horrendous. And yeah, because my hands get pretty dry. I cannot do a lot of stuff I was able to do back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, I uh I was trying to do a pinky pull down the other day and I just didn't have enough friction to do it. So I just ended up looking like crap. I mean you can always use sweat or spit. Or tears or blood. Or tears or yeah, blood. Uh actually or calm. Okay, Paul, yeah. Thank you for reading my mind. Isn't there, wasn't there that, that like uh, meme or post a while ago where like the reason why Noel's so good at isolation is because of all the pussy juice on his fingers? <laughs> Damn, I, I mean, wouldn't be surprised. Kind of true though, yeah. <laughs> huh? Probably getting all the coochie and uh, <laughs> makes sense. No, Probably but the like, real coochie man. Legit? Yeah. Legit yeah. like, sometimes I yawn, right? And you know when you yawn you get tears, sometimes Yep. If I take the tears and I put them on my fingers, I can isolate a card, like angel card, for at least three minutes. It's insane. The fuck? Wow. It's Try it out. Next time, you, water. next time you cry <laughs> because you're so ugly, take, take, <laughs> put it on your <laughs> finger and try angeling a card. That shit's going to stick there all day. I'll yeah. just go to the source and stick cards to my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Corner first, by the way. I heard his most important. But yeah. Yeah. So I actually wanted to talk about uh who shuffles like that. Oh boy. Yeah. Count me out. The OG Cardistry blog. Hell yeah. Well, I mean OG Cardistry so, blog was Kuso really. The the real question here is who shuffles like that? We do, is the answer. Hell yeah, we do. Yeah. So that's... yeah, why why did that came up to be and why did you shut it down so um big reveal i'm the mastermind behind who shuffles like that um who shuffles like that was directly inspired by cardistry con 2015 because that was a momentous monumental advance for cardistry to have that kind of platform and discourse for cardists to talk about important subjects to them and to get people to think about expanding the art either through uh, examples or demonstrations right and um i i struck up friendships with pretty much everyone who attended the con and when i got back to normal life after you know visiting new york um there's a kind of period that happens after any major convention where you get like post con depression right where you're just like well, this is the real world now. Not as exciting as it was during that three-day weekend. But uh, what can you do? So I wanted to continue that vibe. And one of the ways that I thought of doing that was to have a blog with a different cardist posting every week. Um, and I started a Facebook group and invited a lot of the uh, personalities from the Berlin, sorry, from the New York con as well as some other people who, um, like Chris Hessness, right? He was the one who started off the blog, actually. People who uh, I'd known for a while who were still in the Cardiff scene. And uh, just 
asked them, like, you know, uh, we have this platform that we're doing and would you be interested in contributing like anything you want, any thoughts that you have about this? And I got a decent, like maybe half year out of it before um, I kind of reached a sputtering point where it kind of ran dry. And um, near the end, after all the wonderful contributions, I was like, well, I think that anything after this is just going to kind of sully or water down what we have. I don't want to force it. So I ended up just not <laughs> uh, working on it after, after that period. Um, but the, the post that we did get influenced a lot of people. I know there's a lot of people who um, referred to Chris Everson's essay about Blue Seal decks. Oh, yeah. Comfy Today, I, yeah. Yeah, I still see and reference that essay. Yeah. When I'm purchasing blue seals. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, with the numbers and everything. So cool. Like you did so much research and and uh did you did a great job doing that. Like it was amazing to see people um express themselves through the medium. Like uh we had Nikolai post that article about comfy cardistry, which ended up becoming a very popular idea and term in the community. Um I actually at one point had uh drafts from Dimitri and Aviv, I think, for who shuffles like that. But they ended up um, expanding those and, you know, Dimitri ended up releasing his thoughts as a whole book, Hold My Head, Hold My Brain, I'm Shuffling. And Aviv, uh, you know, ended up doing his own thing with what he written and expanding upon that in a way that I hope we'll get to see in, in uh, the upcoming years. Um, yeah, Patrick had a great article too about style, and Kenneth had a good article about community. And even though the website isn't up anymore, sometimes I go back to the archives on the internet way back machine and check out what people had written back then. I really should have uh, kept the domain up because <laughs> now it's all dead links on Facebook and Instagram. But um, yeah. it was good while it lasted. Good, good half year and so on. Yeah, like that was iconic. To be honest, that's like one of that's one of the most iconic moments and blogs in the community. To be honest, and yeah. like I know you are starting a new one, where you already started a new one, like still like a hardest. Yeah, but that it's fun to read. Like I have read some articles in that in there. It's really cool that you um, have guests doing interviews and stuff like that. Oh yeah, the Carter so, one that visited was really good. Yeah, so not everything is like on you. So you, you do not get burned out that fast. Yeah, That's I, I had initially aimed to do like weekly posts and I did do that for a while with Steel Like the Cardist. But um, over time I just... Uh, focus less on that and more on other things and it kind of fell to the wayside but i i want i i just recently renewed my hosting plan for steel like a cardist because it be an, an avenue an option an outlet for any thoughts that i have in the future um yeah i think sometimes too yeah because uh what was i gonna say oh by the way, I want to give a great shout out to Humans of Cardistry because I think that they're doing what I had set out for Who Shuffles Like That to do, but in a much more palatable format now. 
No. I do not condone that shout out. I do not. Because those motherfuckers fucking told me they were going to interview me and I'm still waiting. Like, where the fuck is my article? Oh, yeah. You you haven't written anything, though, right? They said they were going to interview you? Yeah, they say, oh, we were going to, we are going to interview you. That was like fucking five months ago. Bet you want that cloud. Yeah. I want that cloud. I like yeah. cloud gobbling by Caroline Raven. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like, yeah. I mean, it might be my inner nerd, but I really like reading the OG research articles, stuff from this guy. What is his name? His name is Chris Kenner? Chris Kenner? Is he the one with the? He has an Isn't online shop as well. It's not accessible. Does no Canadian guy. Um, oh, Asher? Chris Evers. Lee Asher. No, there Chris, we go. That's the guy. Oh, that's that's a big leap from Chris Kenner to Lee yeah, Asher. Chris oh, no. Kenner, Lee Asher. Like I'm just thinking, you know, old guy been been places for a long time. Gotta be Chris Kenner, but then no, it's it's Lee Asher. There, there we go. Ricky J. Oh God, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. But yeah, were you saying about humans of cardistry? Because before I got triggered. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I think that they're doing what I meant for who shuffles like that, but in a much more streamlined and and, um, accessible format now. Because with like you know, I've I've done who shuffles and steal like a cardist, and sometimes it's hard to get people to click over to where you want to lead them to. They got to leave their scrolling platform to go on your thing and invest a good five to 10 minutes reading whatever you've written. It's a gamble. But for Humans of Cardistry, it's right there. You can swipe to the left and read what they've posted. And um, they, it's also interesting how um, it's not always the heavy hitters. I think that for me, for Who Shuffles and for when I was organizing the con, you always put the priority on people who have like great influence on the community, or at least people who have very strong ideas. And it's not to say that Humans of Cardistry has like watered that down, but they've been able to democratize that kind of accessible platform to make it so that you hear from people that you maybe not, might not have thought about having a strong opinion on cardistry. There's a lot of people who I didn't know who've been featured, and they've had great opinions on there. Um, that and, and and sadly, I I'm not featured in CardistryCon or Humans of Cardistry. <laughs> That's how irrelevant I am. Well, you were on it. What was the what was the Mexican one called? Yeah, again? the CMC? Mexican one. Yeah, yeah. nobody <laughs> cares about that one, bro. Uh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nobody CCMX? cares about that. One. No, AMCM. That's what it was. Theater, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But I want the I want that clout the clout pill. Yeah. But yeah. You you can continue, go on with your thought. Sorry about that again. Oh, no, I'm, I'm done with my thought. I just wanted oh, to... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I can relate to you about, like, doing the weekly thing because for a long time, I used to do, like, one photo every day. Then I got burned out. I took a break. Then I tried to do one photo every week. Got burnt out. Quit again. 
And then I went into doing the magazine. Yeah, the plan for the magazine was doing one issue every month. But you know how that turned out. Mm -hmm. I just have two issues right now. <laughs> and one of them was because of charity. So yeah, um, so I think that it's cool that you are taking your time with everything you are doing because getting burned out is the worst feeling ever because you're like, why can I not create as I used to? Yeah, I just watched a movie last night with my girlfriend that um, kind of represented that. Like, have you guys seen Kiki's Delivery Service by Hayao Miyazaki? I know. It's unfortunate. I'm an otaku. I only watch it. <laughs> It's it is an anime. Um, it's uh, oh, okay. about a, a young witch who goes to another town to learn uh, how to become better at being a witch. And there's like a part in the movie where she starts to like lose her powers, kind of like Spider Man and Spider Man Two. And uh, you know, it's kind of relatable because you know, with burnout, you're you you are you are good or at least passionate about something for a long period of time, and then all of a sudden, whether it's gradual or or like instantaneous you just kind of lose interest in it and that's an awful feeling there's actually a term called anhedonia and it describes the feeling of not enjoying the things that used to make you happy which is very sad um but you know i think a lot of people who've touched on this say that uh, one of the best things you can do is just to take a break from it and come back when you're ready and so yeah. like my attitude now with things like even steal like a cardist or whether it's like instagram posts or putting out something is that I don't rush it anymore. Um, when you publish stuff on the internet, barring any kind of like um, website being down because they forgot to pay hosting or if it gets deleted or taken down, it's going to be up there forever. And, you know, people who look back on our output online, they, the gaps between when these things came out that do not matter to them. Right. Cause when we experienced Yang Chang's output, between 2017 up until last year, uh, we got to see it in bursts, whether it was through his competition videos or his parts in like one of the Orbit Jams or when he was featured by Cardistry Touch with Lunzi during the circle. Um, but now you can watch all of that in one shot, like when you go and look up his name on YouTube or uh, Yuku, Baidu, Oh, sorry, not Baidu, or Bilibili, I think that's what it is, or Shiv Raj's tribute video that he made. So I think that um, there's something to be said about like not having to be too urgent about always engaging with the community all the time, because you're not the only one contributing. There's always going to be other people who you know are also stepping the game up and making advancements and doing experiments with things like it has been i think uh let's see the last noel video was uno right that premiered yeah. at uh, the 2019 con and we haven't seen anything from that and streets are uh, starving for the new noel for real what's that streets are starving for new noel content I know, right? Neither. And so for, for us, it's been going on two years since we've seen fresh content from Noel. But we've got Heath cards on the horizon. And yes. that's going to be fire because I expect nothing yeah. less of them. And, um, you know, for, for us right now experiencing that, this, these two years have been like a big dearth in terms of material from Noel. 
but for people in the future looking back they can just go from you know uh the black fontaine trailer to the fontaine fam to you know his involvement with anyone later down the line xcm turbo uno all that ace right and yep. uh they'll be none the wiser so but uh there is a big difference between someone like no that is an icon in the community like he's seen by many as the greatest there's a big difference between Noel and like the dude that has like 3k followers that fell off or something like that definitely not, not talking about myself definitely <laughs> <laughs> that fell off out of nowhere they like he's trying to get back into his game yes there's a difference between someone that is already well known and someone that is low key known. You know? Because yeah. definitely not talking about myself. Um yeah. like big names know me, but normal people do not know me. If you go to my follows, you can see that people like know um you uh Patrick Barnabas even Chris Ramsey follows me but not that many people follow me. That's a, the difference between mere humans as myself and gods. Like mere Noah. mortals. Mere mortals. Yeah, mere mortals as myself and gods like Noah. Yeah, it also um reminds me that um, in the cardistry sphere, we're operating on like uh, a different plane than the magic sphere. Because you have people like obviously Chris Ramsey, who does videos about cardistry, magic, and puzzles, and so that covers a lot of ground. And also, the magic community is bigger. So I think that um, with um, the way that a lot of Noel's content is very accessible, and not so much like. Um, like I, I think that if you are a cardist, you're much more able to appreciate like packet cuts. But I think that for laymen, um, they definitely vibe more with things that are very thematically strong and distinct from each other. And so I think that's why Noel has the wide appeal that he does because his content and his material is is always so like striking and visual and memorable and iconic. Um, and yeah, like I've experienced that kind of uh, disparity too because I have 20.5k followers on Instagram on my Visual Madness oh, account, nice. and uh, Momentum has like 1,500. <laughs> so you know, I've had to kind of le- relearn what it is to engage with the community and build a but, fan base. And- uh, I think that your engagement in Momentum is better than the engagement in your main account. Yeah, because in Momentum, you post a lot, and that creates engagement with people. Or in your main, you barely post. Yeah, I I have not posted in a good while. And it's usually sometimes it's either like shout outs or it's like, hey, here's someone I've met. Um, Like, there was a period of time when I was with the birds where I would post kind of fun nonsense every now and then. It was really entertaining to do that. But I haven't really um, felt like stepping up the post for its own sake in a good while. I think that it just isn't a priority for me anymore. But I wouldn't mind getting back into it. I think it would be nice. I just have to feel it out and and uh, reconsider my priorities, I suppose. 
but I mean, you're doing fine right now, so it's. Yeah, I've I've devolved into a lurker on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, fair. So actually, talking about the birds, how was working with the birds? Was it good? Fun? The birds. And what are... happened to the birds? <laughs> Uh, the Virgin yeah. perfectionist through and through, and that's their greatest asset, but also their strongest flaw. Um, I really like the P1s, but I don't think it's a deck that is a three-year deck, if that makes any sense. I don't think it should have taken three years for this to come out. And yeah, I do I understand that there's been like delays because of the pandemic and whatnot. But, but actually, that was going to be my next question. What do you think about Phase 2? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're in phase two now, huh? We're in the end game hey, now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love working <laughs> with the birds. They're a delight. They're awesome people. They're good friends, great teammates, and um, they have such high standards that in working with them, they really push you to be the best at what you do. And um, it started off as just a fun thing. And I mean, it, it was always fun. Um, but we never thought it would be what it became. And uh, I have to give props to Huron for being such an incredible marketing genius and an all-around, like, really smart guy. An empathetic dude as well. He's always great to talk to. And Darren, really nice. Darren is a machine, right? Like, anything that he puts his, his hands to just comes out beautifully. Like, And he's no stranger to playing the long game, which is probably... Uh, inadvertently related to what I said earlier about like you know gaps between when you put stuff out because the same way that there's been like a, a two-year gap for Noel there's like a three-year gap for the Verts but when you look back on it that time will just disappear um, I thought you meant shafts yeah what's that I, when you said the long game I thought you you mean shafts but okay. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I get it. Um, yeah. And that's how many. And like, <laughs> the long game. Yeah. <laughs> tripod over there. Adrian, the tripod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually wanted to talk about the iconic. This is like the god tier. This is the Kratos. Of birds videos, the SS14. Oh my god, that opening line, like, oh yeah, what's the best deck for Carly 3? That's my voice. The one that was made for it. Oh my god, I, the one that I'm coming, I'm coming as I think <laughs> about that, bro. Uh, yeah. So iconic, bro. Like, even to this day, I still remember, I still. Every time I watch it, I feel like it's the first time watching it. That deck was got here. The best birds deck. Birds colorway. For real. Paperless uh, podcast is going to need some tissues. So this episode is <laughs> proudly <laughs> sponsored by Kleenex. Yay! Are those, are those sad tissues or happy tissues? <laughs> I was happy, yeah. but then I was... I was sad, yeah. But yeah, that that deck is iconic. It's the only burst deck I have, like two bricks. I, I think I already told you why I, why I have two bricks. I ordered one brick and it got lost 
that I sent uh, a message mm-hmm. to the bird's customer service, and you replied. Yeah. With okay, we are sending you another brick. I was like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> then the brick arrived. Then the brick they lost arrived, and I was like, no. Why do I do with this? Should I tell them <laughs> or should I keep it? Yes. I ended up keeping it, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> I owe you. I owe you like a what? What was the brick like? Eighty bucks, something like that. Something like that, yeah. So Damn, I owe you eighty bucks for a brick of cards. Imagine that nowadays. <laughs> Instant cop money. Like I said in the last podcast, uh, but that is nine bucks. Instant cup. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen is too much. Yeah, well, at least like, my ever, ever since anyone, the prices of cards have been um, rising over the past few years. And uh, I understand that, um, you know, there's hype culture as well as them having to the support, like, at points, like, two or three members. But, um, you know, I miss the days where you could just go and pick up a pack of Lucille Tally Hose for, like, $5 a day. Yeah, and, like... Zach, I remember he he posted, yeah, I'm done making decks 20 bucks, even collapse 20 bucks. I'm doing 15 bucks on the decks. Then motherfucking came out with Kogan's at 20 or 25, something like that. Like, you a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. You know what real, I found like, interesting is that my friend went to the A1 space, like the pop up store. Oh, in Denmark? Um, yeah. Yeah, he's a, uh, well, He's from uh, Denmark, so he's you know, in Copenhagen. He just swung by. He said uh, Nikolai was the more bubbly and outgoing sort of person, oh, and Tobias was sure. more reserved and chill, which I thought it would be the other way. And but you oh, know, no, Nikolai is friendly. Point. Yeah, like uh, both Nikolai and Oliver uh, stayed over at my place in Singapore when I was still living there at different times, and. Um, I think out of the trio, as in you know, Nikolai, Oliver, and Tobias, Nikolai is the most friendly and, and uh, relatable one. And I, I reckon yeah. that has to do with, you know, he, he spent time being like a skiing instructor. Oh, wow, really? That's cool. Yeah, in, in Tokyo. And uh, yeah. Really? That's so cool. Yeah, he's a very mirthful guy. Like, I, I enjoy spending time yeah. with him. I'd like to get into more anyone backstory lore some other time, but my point, my original point was that um, at the pop-up, they were selling decks for, um, like, you know, you know, we all know standard retail for anyone is 18. They were selling them for 20. And then the oh. show, yeah, 20 or 25, something like that. And then on yeah. the online drop, because they were just, decks. yeah, regular 18. No, but like retail was like that much, which is uh, it's because of the European tax. Yeah, right, right, right. yeah, they get for shipping taxes. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, should we end up the episode? We should. Right now, it's been, yeah, a, it's been, been, a, it's been a long time. Let me yeah. see how long. It's been. <laughs> yeah. Let me write. Oh my god, it's been like almost two hours. Good, okay, good, this good, was... good job. Yeah, good, good, good luck at it. Uh, but yeah, I'm, good not, I'm legit not editing shit. 
I do not care what we said. I am not editing shit. I'm too lazy for that. Yeah. So yeah, if you if you if you are still hearing this, shout out to you. This episode, should I, shout out to you. I was going to say shit to you, but no. Shout out to you. Even if you had it as background noise, you're you <laughs> probably got you know like a like a dog. They get pointy. They hopefully you know there's a couple things you enjoyed and. Uh, I mean, good chats, good chefs. Yeah. Shout out Sasha Gray. Good Shout out yeah. Sasha, Sasha oh, wait, 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 Gray. Wait, wait, before, the, before. Uh, the Cloud Goblin of Caroline Ray. Cloud Goblin. Before we end off, I just want to mention real quick. Um, Kevin Do not is say not the only racist, artist. Please. No, not yet. Not in this one. But uh, yeah, Kevin's not the only artist to meet a famous porn star actually uh believe frank from block playing cards has met and performed cardistry for the one and only at asaho asa akira oh for real yeah wait what that's wild oh bro there was like an asian uh culture convention sort of thing and she was there and so was he so my boy got to meet the real award-winning asshole Asa Akira. Uh, shout out assholes. Time yeah. for uh, AVN takeover. Yeah. Bunch of cardists go to the con, film a video, call it card porn, done. For real. Yo, I, if AVN is anytime made somewhere I can go, I will definitely do that. Live paperless podcast at AVN. Yo. <laughs> no pants Yo. at CC21. Hell yeah. No shirts, no pants. Is an elephant tongue, something like that. Bring your tripod. <laughs> yeah, tripod. All right, so who wants to close the episode to wrap the episode up? Uh, I just want to say uh, to Emily, if you're listening to this, shouts out to you. I love you. Oh, hey, name reveal. Whoa, we got a name. Emily Slides? Oh? No. no Wait, get, out, get out of here. Get out of here. Emily Slides 52, the one that made the uh, light bulb? Yeah, yeah. No, but I do not think. No, no. no. Unless. Okay, good. Well, he's, he said no. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, good taste. All right. So, thank you everyone for listening to this. I was going to say watching, but season, actually, funny fact season three will be actually like video podcast. So hopefully we will have Kevin back for season three. Oh, Coming yeah. soon. Wherever I feel like wrapping up season two. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Um, those 153 people that listen to the podcast. I love you guys. <laughs> you are the reason I keep doing this. Uh, yeah. This episode was sponsored by NordVPN. No, <laughs> just kidding. And Kleenex. And Bluetooth. And, 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 and Red Swastika Academy. Oh my god. Red Swastika Academy. Cool. What a and, uh, and Red Shadow Legends. And, <laughs> and, and, uh, and what else? Uh, MeUndies. Yeah, of course. MeUndies. Yeah. And All by right. momentum uh, cards. Alright. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, can we, can we give... Oh, no. You do not have any cards for yourself, but I was going to say, can you give a discount code, but no. 
you do not have any cards for sale right now. I think I mean, V3 is still available on the momentum.cards website. So Oh. Do you have momentum.card? Uh yeah. no. Let me check something actually. Hey, hold on. We are about to plug you all. It's uh so you got a discount. It's, uh I think it's still discounted at like fifteen or Hey, uh, there you go. But you can get momentum uh you can get the aerodynamics V3s for fifteen bucks at uh, momentum.card. That's cheap. Shout out. That's really cheap. So shout out to Momentum. Shout out to uh, Emily. Shout out to Caroline Raven. Uh, to Shin Lim. Shout out my third leg. Should be yeah, and, <laughs> shout out Amy's third leg. All right. Okay, we out. Peace. <laughs>